today's Leading Women episode 476 with the wonderful Rhonda Wheeler. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Rhonda Wheeler. Rhonda Wheeler is the owner of The Candy Dish, a company that creates eye-catching candy buffet tables to personalize candy bouquets. Rhonda started The Candy Dish after recovering from a life-changing health scare. It was that experience that led her to create the perfect union of healthy and sweet through beautifully created candy arrangements and sugar bouquets made from all natural ingredients. Rhonda's company started with an educational journey about diabetes, but ultimately has led her to offer what is now impacting her customers in a positive way. For more information, visit www.dcandidish.net. Women of the world, Miss Rhonda Wheeler. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. I am delighted as well to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners too. So Rhonda, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with the candy dish. I love that name as well. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind a niche? Sure, yes. Mine is maybe a little different. I never started out wanting to um, be in business, but mine started with the health scare, as you mentioned, and I wanted to continue to bring awareness to gestational diabetes with women who may be battling it during pregnancy. So in order to bring awareness, I started selling um, candy bouquets out of the backseat of my car. (laughs) So that that may sound a little odd, but yeah, that's what I did to kind of help bring awareness and cut down on the hospital expenses for myself so I can continue to get insulin um, or, you know, in order for me to have a successful delivery. But the niche behind that is, you know, also going through career coaching And I had the great pleasure of working with J.S. Patterson. She has been an excellent career coach with me and specializing in creating a niche for my clients to um, give me a special um, niche for my product and for my brand and also for the competition and finding a professional connection to help and accomplish specific business goals. 
Mm, I love what I'm hearing about your business, how this idea came about, as well as how you birthed it to what it is right now. I love the inspiration that you have behind this, that you wanted to bring awareness to gestation diabetes, for example, and and getting that uh, training, getting the coaching to get this started. Great that you shared it along with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? What can you, continues to inspire me to um, keep creating something unique and different each and every time is my customers. It's just the pleasure and the enjoyment that I get out of fulfilling their dream wedding, their dream special occasion. And then we even help PR companies um, bring their idea to light. Um, even if they are doing something, their business startup, something as small as a realtor who wants to bring um, that special decor into like a maybe a, a home opening, a housewarming, a, anything of that nature, just to have that simple um, candy bouquet and add the special touch to it. It has been very welcoming in the um, real estate agency. Mm, what an inspiration that one is. I can truly see that. I mean, I can really see it, especially for on, on, on weddings or on events or occasions, seeing all these candy bouquets, seeing all these beautiful creations that you have out there. What an inspiration that one is. I mean, seeing fulfilled, happy clients, making a difference in their lives because of what you do. What an inspiration that one is. I love that you have shared that one with us. But I'd love to talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Yes, um, stay focused. Um, like I said, I started selling candy bouquets out of my car. I had no idea where that would take me. And because I was so excited for one, because I was bringing awareness, but at the same time, I wanted to be an educational journey for me and for others. And I also wanted to be a journey to where people could um, recognize what I was doing. So I was bringing recognition to my brand. I was also bringing awareness and I was getting an educational journey as well. And doing so with that, instead of donating or collecting profits from my candy bouquets, I was able to network with some of the clinical researchers at some of the bigger major hospitals. And they decided instead of um, me using my products and my services for their events that they wanted to sponsor me so I could go back to school and earn my master's degree. That has been a key contributing factor to my success. Mm. All right. So that's staying focused, continuously learning and networking. Great qualities here, personal qualities and traits here that Rhonda just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt this into our lives. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yes, and, and that is so major. The, the, the 
let's start from the best. Let's work from our way from the best to the worst. The best challenge that I had is actually coming in contact with people who wanted to help you. That has been so rewarding. So the worst had getting all the way up to this point to the best, finding the people that wanted to help you and, you know, excited about you achieving your goals. I didn't, it did not start out that way at first, you know, connecting and networking and finding common like minds. So if you are out there and you're trying to connect with, you know, women who are in your field, women who have the same drive as you and who are passionate about their families and wanting to grow their business, just hang in there. Just I, That's all I can say. That person will come around. And if that person hasn't came around yet, just the person that you have and something that you can appreciate about that person and use it to thrive on. Hmm, I love how you worded the best challenges, from the best challenges to the worst challenges. I love that word. We should look at it that way, these challenges that we have. And yes, starting out, um, this is one thing that this is a, a challenge that I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with, finding people that are willing to help us, especially when we are just starting out. We have to be patient in, in uh, finding those people because it doesn't happen. We have to build our portfolio. We have to build our value. We have to show them what we have and then people will will naturally uh, get close to you because they they get to know your works they get to know what you do they get to know the value you're providing so whatever your business is know that starting out there will always be challenges and these challenges are part of building a business no and the most important thing is not to quit on your passion not to quit on what you want to put out there great lesson there in what Rhonda just shared with us now let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Yes, that, that's another one. It's very tricky. The key recommendation about that is take care of you first. Eat healthy, exercise, get some sleep. <laughs> I know starting out, it was like I am a person that have to finish everything that's in front of me. I don't like to go to another event until I have everything completed with the first event. But that's unrealistic as a professional um, event planner, professional caterer, being a mom and just trying to you know live a healthy lifestyle. So what I've learned growing growing my business and I should say growing up because it takes a mature person to handle a business, your children, and not only, you know, to mention having your own personal business, it didn't already start out where I was able to stay at home. I had to go to the workplace in order to work full time to support my family and go to school at the same time to earn my master's degree. So it, it has been very difficult, but you know what? At the end, it is worth it. You can be, you know, happy of your success. But just to go into, you know, three steps, think about you first. You're not going to be able to continue to grow if you don't get yourself taken care of. 
take your annual visits to your doctor's office, eat healthy, diet and exercise. So think first of your health, your family. Now, that was a balance working with the children because at the time they were younger. Now that they, they are older. But if you have smaller children at home, set aside some time for them. I do regret not setting, being able to set aside the time for my children. And they, you know, speak about that to this day. They're 16 and the other one is 20. He just graduated from healthcare professional careers as a radiologist. And I look at it like, well, if I wasn't able to do this, you wouldn't have been able to have that free education. But you know what? What they miss the most is the time that you spend with them. So set aside some time and spend with your children, your family, your mate, um, whoever it may be. And, and take the next steps to work on your business. Always educate yourself. Always be able to be, um, you know, open to the ideas of taking your business to the next level instead of wanting to, um, I guess, stay in a comfortable position where you're comfortable at. So take the risk, take the challenge. And just knowing that it's better to have tried and not. Mm, I love your perspective on this work-life balance and kudos to you. I mean, going to school, building a business while raising a family at the same time. Wow. These tips that uh, Ronnie just shared with us, I mean, I cannot stress this enough. And if she was able to do this, why can't we? First of all, to take care of ourselves first, really begin this. I mean, being a nurse myself, I have seen so many people suffer as a result of not putting their health a priority. So make yourself, put yourself first, take care of yourself first. I truly believe that our health is the greatest investment that we could possibly have. So eat healthy, work out, do some physical activities that not only enhances your physical well-being, but also your mental well-being and sleep well. I mean, gosh, we, in our society, we have, we are like walking zombies. There's a uh, epidemic of insomnia or sleeplessness we we are people are not sleeping enough and these are the very foundation of our health sleeping enough and of course it's really hard especially if you are juggling a lot of things especially if you're working um, uh, a solopreneur for example sometimes we feel like 24 hours is not enough but we really need that sleep you really need to find and carve out time for that and of course take time for your family set us a time for your family for your loved ones for your kids I mean, one thing is to have a business, but you also have other areas of your life that are important to you. So make time for those that are important to you as well, not just your business. I think that's the bottom line here. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Yes. Uh, let me answer the, the last question, measuring. 
there was something that I used back in my in my marriage when I was once married. I would measure what my ex-husband was able to give me to count for value. And it didn't work out well because I didn't come into a situation to where I was already valued. So I've learned success is what you make it. If you value yourself, you're going to be successful. My business have not always been successful. So am I going to beat myself down because I didn't get that client today and my competitor got the client or I didn't feel like putting an extra effort into doing more things to to have this wonderful um, facility that I have? No, it really has to do with just learning to appreciate and accept where you are at that present time and at that moment. So I don't try to put a value or a price tag on success. I'm just so happy and to a point to where I have been able to grow and maintain from where I was and just continue to look ahead and don't look back because I know what looking back looked like, but I don't know what the future is. And I'm going for the stars. Mm, I love your perspective on success. Success is what you make it. Learn to accept and appreciate who and what you are at the present moment. I love that. Really, really, that's the true essence of success. Uh, I truly believe in that. And the good thing is that for our listeners out there, I really want you to really define success, um, really know from your heart what does success mean to you, what does, what is important to you, what does success mean to you, and really listen to your heart. And, and I would be really interested in knowing, learning from you, what does success mean to you, and share that one with our forum. Because at the end of the day, I truly believe that the intangible benefits of be- being in business are what really makes us happy. Of course, we are in business to be profitable, but that is not what truly fulfills us. What truly fulfills us is that knowing that what we are doing is impacting other people's lives. What we are doing is what we love doing, what we enjoy doing, that we are able to appreciate um, the things that around us, that we are able to impact other people's lives because of what we do. Great perspective there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips earlier in terms of uh, of uh, business tips and advice and, and other and work-life balance, for example. But I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Sure. What are what would be my top three business advice? Well, business never lines up the way you want it to line up. So 
what I can offer as far as my top three business advice is don't, number one, is don't give up. Two, stay in it until you win it. And number three, this, I'm going to use a, an example. Like my product has been asked to be in display windows for retail stores. So I decorate their display windows. And I used to feel that that just wasn't enough. I wanted more. I wanted more of the sales. I wanted more of the profit to come in. But I didn't look at the benefits of that. So I guess with that is just to be blessed where you are. So by me decorating the window displays, it landed me a bigger audience because it got the attention of major big box retail stores. At first I turned my nose at it, but then I had a quiet voice come over and say, well, how would you like if your competitor had that and I didn't give it to you? And then I woke up and I realized that I was being blessed in a situation to where I didn't have to pay for marketing. It was free marketing. So I guess the other business advice that I would give is have a plan and don't think that your plan is not working. Everything that you've done in the past is a story so that you can have victory and put all the pieces of the puzzle together for one common goal. And that's for you to achieve all your goals. You just didn't do everything that you've been doing to lead up to what you have today. It is a reason behind it. So just hang in there and just continue to plug away and knowing that if you keep your mind focused and don't get derailed, derailed, you will eventually turn around and have a successful, profitable business. Mm, golden nuggets in those uh, tips that you shared with us and the analogy that you were, well, it's a great lesson in there. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to not give up. I cannot stress this enough. If you have an idea, put it out there. Know that the value that you have, that the one thing that you, you want to offer out there is a an important somebody's waiting for it so now don't give up on your passion don't give up on your dreams and the second one is to stay in it until you win it i mean i know there are going to be ups and downs you're not going to be you're, they're not going to be always a better process as i used to say to myself there are always going to be ups and downs but be in it stay in it until you succeed until you see that light at the end of the tunnel and the third one which is really important is to feel blessed where you are know that whatever happens uh, this moment for example with your business it happens because it has to happen but of course have a plan and make it a point and to appreciate the things that are happening to you like for example with what happened with Rhonda she was given an opportunity to display her works, her creative works. But in her mind, that was not enough. She wanted more. But little did she know that that was one, that was a sequel, that was a stepping stone to a much bigger thing. So you never know what's going to happen. Feel blessed where you are. Appreciate what is, what's happening. 
um, celebrate those small wins, not just the big ones. Learn to to pause and celebrate those small wins because those small wins lead to bigger wins. Great personal and, and business tips here that uh, Rhonda just shared with us. So let's take action on them today. And I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Now, I'd love for you to share our listeners what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that wish you can share our listeners with. Yes, I just always learned the tool. I'm old school. And there was a time to where there was there's still a time we still pass out our business cards. But I was recently at an event. And I was asked for my contact information and I have my candy attached to my business card. That's a way that, you know, you're getting a piece of me and it's you're going to either eat the candy and remember me or you're going to take the business card. So either way, you're going to you're going to be able to reach back out to me. And this girl pulled up her her cell phone and says, oh, and what's your Facebook name? I'm like, well, that's not how it's done. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get any information from me. I don't know anything about you. And I guess let's just go back to the business part. Let's go old school. Yes, technology is great, but give me a reason to want to do business with you. Give me a reason. Yes, I can go online, look at your, your Facebook account, but what are the chances of me remembering to go through your business card, remembering you through networking events. So the tool that I still think that's very important is something simple. Don't forget to leave home without your business cards. Cell phones are good. Technology is good. Instagrams, all the social media sites. But have something that is concrete because we are all not technology savvy to where we want to go home and look you up. So that's the number one tool. Have a business card that tells me who you are, your products, your services, and make me make me do the work to find you. Mm, yes, I'm still a big fan of business cards. And I love the idea of putting something, um, for example, with you, with Rhonda, she includes a candy on her business card. So that really stands out, that really makes you unique and makes your product or service being remembered by other people. So great takeaway there. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? I recommend Napoleon Hill. It is called Think and Grow Rich. It has inspired me to wanting to do more, learn more, and understand the, the market and the mindset and the strategies behind thinking and grow rich and what it actually means to be success, successful where you are. So it doesn't have any much to do about, oh, I'm going to get this book and it's going to give you all these um, other anecdotes about how to be successful and don't give you step by step of how to take the steps to be successful. It is really a book that just allows for you to think outside the box from your competitor, from someone else who may be doing the same things that you are doing. It allows for you to have unique strategies and make 
you unique and stand out. And that's what I tried to do with my candy dish product is to allow for my services to stand out because the event planning window is a very small window. And I wanted to, reading that book allowed for me to establish a niche and to be notable in the event planning field. Mm, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is really a classic. Everyone should be reading it, especially if you are in business. I mean, it's a classic book. I I reread and reread every time and I get uh, inspiration. I get the mindset. I get strategies and tips inside that book. So it's a classic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Last but not the least, Rhonda, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there sure my product is the easy fun family do-it-yourself candy and dessert buffet kit in a box where you can take this and use it at home you can take it into the office if you're always planning those corporate luncheons we find it to be unique and entertaining And you can always reach me at www.thecandydish.net to take a look at our wonderful creations. All right, so that's www.thecandydish.net. I highly encourage you to go there now, thecandydish.net. Browse on their their, uh, creations, on their beautiful creations. And if you have events coming up or if your products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to jump in. At least be on their newsletter so you can be updated on what uh, Rhonda and her company is putting out there. I highly encourage you to do that now. Again, the link is www.dcandydish.net. And... uh, for our listeners out there who are international, how can they uh, get in touch with you if they want to avail of this service that you have? Sure. You can always email me. My email address is Rhonda, that is R-H-O-N-D-A, at thecandydish.net. All right. So the, her email is Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, at thecandydish.net. Net. So there you go. Email at Rhonda at thecandidish.net. And if you go to her website, uh, what about if they want to buy? Are they only available on your site? Well, for international, global, yes, they are available on my site. If you're located in Houston, Texas, you're more than welcome to enter the Laveau collections. They're located in Dallas. They're located in Houston, Texas. They're located in Austin. So visit their location and they'll be happy to go ahead and get you one of our do-it-yourself candy and dessert buffet kit in a box and you can take it home. If you have any questions, our instructions and our contact information is inside. All right. And from there, you can also connect to their social media. For our listeners out there, especially uh, if you are having some parties, uh, future parties or weddings. Oh my God, you've got to see the beautiful creations that uh, Rhonda and her company is putting out there. They are beautiful. They are re- they really stand out. And minus, uh, that's the fact that these are candid. 
really, really love it. I love them. I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on them. So again, the link is dcandy-the.net or you can email Rhonda at Rhonda at dcandy-the.net. Again, the link is dcandy-the.net. It's not .com, but .net. All right, Rhonda, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you.